welcome to another episode of LWDG Pod Dog. My name is Joanne Parrott and I'm the founder of the Ladies Working Dog Group. This week's episode is all about the Ladies Working Dog Group and how we came about. The LWDG Pod Dog is a spin-off after five years of being the Ladies Working Dog Group. We started back in 2015 as a Facebook group called, back then, The Women Beaters and Pickers Up. It was a little bit of an unfortunate name choice as we ended up having lots of inquiries from, shall we say, curious men who wanted to know if they could join. Once I started realising how many men were interested in women beating and picking up, I realised we had to have a little bit of a name change. And that's how we become the Ladies Working Dog Group. Now, some people ask, why weren't we the Ladies Gun Dog Group? But it seems to be within the Facebook world, the use of the word gun dog isn't one of the most loved things. So I thought we would make sure that going forward in the future, we had a name that was suitable and would stay around and stick around. The Ladies Working Dog Group is something really, really dear to my heart. But when we started it back in 2015, it really wasn't about joining or making or creating an organisation. It was about me trying to work out how I could train my first ever gun dog. I was lucky to fall into the sport by going beating with my dad. My dad had been trialling, he'd been picking up, he'd been beating and he'd been around the sport for a long, long time. But I felt a little bit like I was a fish out of water. I was thrown in on the first day by being given an ex-trialing dog called Grace and told, follow that lot. I was in a beating line and really had no clue what I was doing. Luckily, Grace knew exactly what she was doing and she made me look far better than I was. My level of knowledge probably became clear when somebody first asked me to hold the line. There's me looking round all over the place for an actual line and no idea what it actually meant. I'm like, where's the line? Where's the line? And they're like, hold the line. And I'm like, what line? It took me a little while to realise the line isn't actually a physical thing. And it just means stand still with your dog. I really, really enjoyed the first day. At the time, I'd gone through having in 2010 been diagnosed and had removed a brain tumour. That operation back in 2010 had really, really affected my confidence and my anxiety levels. And when I was told in 2012 that the tumour was growing back, I really, really did struggle. My dad had taken me out working the dogs because he wanted to get me out of the house. It was as simple as that. There was no plan on having a daughter that would trial or do anything with dogs. It really was just get Joe out and get Joe into the countryside. And I absolutely fell in love with it. After my first day, I was absolutely exhausted from all the exercise. But I had got rid of so much of my anxiety from simply, I suppose, walking it off, concentrating on new things, new ideas, having new friends and really enjoying myself. Everybody who I met was absolutely fantastic to me, but I was surrounded mostly by men. I decided I had to find other women and that's how our Facebook group was born. I just wanted to find other women that I could ask questions like, where do I get ladies waterproof trousers? What can I do with affairs and breasts? How do I cook this? They were just all ladies problems and I needed ladies who I could ask who'd know the answer. 
some of the questions I tried asking my dad and really just got almost a grumpy male response like, I don't know, you'll have to work it out, go into some of the other groups. But when I'd gone into some of the other Facebook groups, because my anxiety level was so, so high, I just felt a little bit scared to ask any questions. So I felt that by creating a smaller group, we could have a place that was safe to ask questions and that it would never be overwhelming. What started all the way back then has now grown to five and a half thousand lovely, lovely ladies. And I'm really, really proud to say that they are absolutely fabulous in the way they behave towards one another and ensure that all new members are welcome. But as that group grew, so did the group's need for information, support, training. And in 2019, we started our masterclasses. Now, our masterclass library is made up of monthly themes in which a featured expert, a trainer, will provide us with a set of videos that we put up for society members to watch and, and learn about a part of dog training. This started back in 2019 and the Masterclass Library is now huge. There is literally everything you would need to want to read or learn or watch about working a dog. So we had our Masterclasses going and we had the support of so, so many people. I cannot thank enough for all the featured experts, past and present, for all the work they did in keeping us going and making sure we had high quality content. As the months went on, Again, the thirst for knowledge within the group continued and we started our live coaching calls. What was called the study hall back in 2020 is now today called the dog and duck. You might have seen things around or heard people talking about dog and duck hour. It basically is like a virtual happy hour in a pub where the ladies come in and our featured experts come in and they have a chat about challenges that they're facing with their dogs. It really is good fun and listening to other people's dog problems can sometimes prevent you from having the same problem. As you listen to the featured experts and group experts chat about how they improved or how they can stop that from happening, um, you learn quite a lot more than you ever think you are going to. I love dog and duck because it happens twice a month and in those two months, uh, in those two episodes, I probably learn so so much to continue my dog training going forward but it also gives me the confidence to want to go forward because I can see other ladies making sure they continue to work on their dog training despite of the problems they may be facing. So we have our dog and duck sessions twice a month. We also have once a month a guest Q&A. This month's guest Q&A was a fantastic one hour session on canine neutering. I learned so much in that hour and I cannot thank uh, Julia, the featured expert, for working with us and doing that. Julia is a qualified vet and she went through all the pros and cons without the jargon. That Q&A can be seen online within our resource library, but just having that type of person coming into the group and answering our group's questions is such a big support for the ladies who are within our group. It means that they never feel that they can't ask a question and get a really in-depth, but really clear, really easy to understand answer. As the group has grown, where we go has grown. We've started to do things like 
daily meetups. We have a society map where all the members are pinned and located so that they can find other people in their towns um, or in their areas and they can meet up to do friendly stuff together. I watch groups form from people who didn't know each other to really, really strong friendships that, that will never be broken um, and go, will go on forever. And that really, really does fill me with um, love and happiness and excitement for where, where they will go, what they will do. I also love the fact that we are a global community. Within our organisation, we have people from Canada, America, New Zealand, Australia, Hong Kong, Botswana, um, so many different countries across Europe, across the UK. And that really excites me too, because it's a whole multicultural community, not only just people hunting what we hunt in the UK, in different countries, they hunt different game. And the it's fascinating to learn how they train their dogs and vice versa. So when I look back at what we've achieved so far in the really, really short time the Ladies Working Dog Group has been an actual organisation, I'm absolutely blown away by it. But what I'm blown away most of all is the community that has been created. The Ladies Working Dog Group is nothing without its community. It's nothing without the ladies that are in the groups every single day, talking to one another, telling each other they can do it, supporting one another. They are literally a godsend to one another, simply because in some places, the ladies who are in the group are completely isolated and don't have access to friends they can talk to about the problems they're having with their, their dog breed, whichever breed it is. And it's really nice to see all the different dog breeds too. It's not just the, the Spaniels and the Retrievers and the HPRs. We get to find out about other dogs that are doing the do. And we also have loads and loads and loads of members who have gun dog breeds who will never actually work on an estate. But they've got really lovely owners who want to make sure that they do lots and lots of training with them so the dogs get to do while they are genetically programmed to and have really good fun and exciting lives. So I wanted to bring this to you today in the pod dog episode because I've got so many interesting new people coming to us because of the pod dog. I think it's really, really important for you all to know where we actually came from and what our plans are going forward. In 2022, it's pretty much, I know this sounds odd, but more of the same. We want to keep on strengthening people's friendships, strengthening communities, strengthening and educating people around their training and making sure that nobody feels isolated or alone or frustrated and gives up. Because I think that's one of the hardest and saddest things to see is people who could have ended up with a really, really great dog giving up because they just felt they couldn't get over what at the time probably felt like a mammoth, mammoth task, but with a bit of support and a bit of friendship and a few months down the line would realise they could have handled it if there'd just been somebody there to support them. So we are that support. We have really, really good support for all the ladies who want to join us. But for the gentlemen who are out there and the gentlemen who listen to this pod, uh, podcast, 
we have things like the Hot Mess Handler tool, which is our flagship course, which covers the nine foundational cues, commands you need for training, um, but covers them in a way that men can access it too. So it's a recorded program. You can watch it 24-7, lifetime access, and make sure that you can go in and find out all the foundations. We are a ladies-only community, and that's ensuring that women, when they come into the group, don't feel that they can't speak out. The great thing about this too is we tend to be more open in what we share. We don't limit our words and we don't limit our conversations and we tend to be really open and frank about what we're feeling and how that's affecting our dog training. So if you're still listening to me this episode, I hope you've enjoyed understanding a little bit more about the history. I always say to people that the ladies working dog was actually started by a man because if my dad hadn't taken me out on that day, I may never have sat down and started what we've turned out to be. And that really does make me smile. Dad passed away in 2019 and this is part of his legacy. He leaves you all with this fantastic group and in his own way gets to continue the sport he loved and adored and the love of working with a dog in the outdoors. So I hope you've all enjoyed. I hope you join us next week and the week after and every week to come as we bring you more and more episodes of the LWDG Pod Dog and more and more support within the Ladies Working Dog. Thank you all for listening. See you all next week.